The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. I mentioned that I had gone to see Crazy for You. That's a Broadway play with Gershwin music, such as uh, I've Got Rhythm and Someone to Watch Over Me, and I they can't take that away from me. I love this. I went with my sisters, and... I was I was just on the edge of my seat, thoroughly enjoying it. I had a front row seat. I got the ticket the night before, and I was right the first row with you got the orchestra pit, so I could watch the guy, uh, the conductor with the orchestra. This was such an exhilarating experience to be with my sisters, whom I adore. My son came, and to be with very uh, a dear friend of mine and her husband. I was on such a high, and then at the end of the evening, we're about to walk out of the theater. I'm with my sisters and my son, and I burst into tears fascinating. So what causes that, that sort of an emotional response? Well, my sister had the easy solution. She goes, is this menopause, Ellen? <laughs> Which it isn't. But uh, you know, always with a quick answer. And my son kind of just shook his head. And, oh, no, what's going on now? And I told them I wasn't sad. But obviously, tears are are identifying a loss. And so what is the loss? It isn't the present loss because I'm on a high. Partly, I loved as a child the theater. I loved the dancing and the singing, but I was such a shy kid that I would only dance and sing with my door closed when my family was maybe away from the house or where no one could hear me. I was just really shy, so I felt badly for the little me that couldn't have maybe had this as a career. Had, had I Obviously, I'm not shy any longer, but couldn't have done some of those song and dance routines um, and the, the costumes and the beauty. There, was, there were two beautiful women. The lead was very pretty, but there was a woman who was in the background who so was just one of the chorus girls who was striking. And she she had a mouth like um, Julia Roberts, you know, just a warm, warm smile. She was gorgeous to look at. And so partly the sadness was that... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is... Interesting. And so partly the sadness was that, oh, if only I knew when I was a child. Well, when I was a child, I knew, wish I knew what I currently know now about how to lead my life because I would have had these these wonderful dreams open to me. And partly it's because, oh, I wish more of life were like this. I wish everyone could discover in themselves the joy of just feeling I've got rhythm, feeling on top of the world like that. So I pass that along to you. Um, I know that when I introspect, when I feel a powerful emotion like that, I don't let it just go. I sit and I ask myself, okay, Ellen, 
what caused that very strange response? And then I look for different possibilities. Notice I look back in my past. I look to see if there's anything current. I look to, you want to be, have that ability for yourself to introspect on your very strong emotions. And of course, in this case, the fact that I was crying meant that it was sadness. And that means loss. I was dealing with a loss. That was the fundamental emotion. Of course, I was also joyous. I mean, all I needed to do was see my sister tap dance her way out of the theater. <laughs> she, she caught the bug, and she was so much fun that, you know, just put the smile right back on all of our faces. It was, it was a lot of fun. So I wish you some experiences like that in your life. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and you're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. And here's a quick email from Mike. Dear Dr. Kenner, my three-and-a-half-year-old Mallory is a very bright child. She talks to us, her parents, nonstop. So you can picture a little chatterbox. She, however, doesn't talk to other kids or the teacher in child care. She doesn't talk to family members. She's a chatterbox with us. She seems to take pride in not responding to people who talk with her. Any suggestions? Thank you. Mike. My kids are curious, and they're curious about the way people respond to them. When she reacted to others, when she interacted with others, what have you observed? Does she pull away, shy away from them? Do you then push her? Oh, go say hi. Don't be afraid, honey. You can do it. If she feels pressure or a duty to talk, she may pull away. In fact, that's one of the things that happened to me as a child. My parents were encouraging me so much to be outgoing that I became shy as, as a source of pride. That was my independence, not to have to be outgoing. So one f solution is don't force her to interact. You want to back off. And then you can see if there's any trauma. Did she? Is there anybody in her environment, even at daycare, that she could distrust or an early distrust of others? I had a fear of dogs because my first experience of dogs was bad. So if that's the case, what you need is an Auntie Debbie in your family. That's my sister, the tap dancer. Someone who's so playful that she starts to want to reach out to that particular stranger, not by force, uh, but, but just joyously. And I can remember being forced to go kiss an uncle that I didn't like, a fat uncle. And um, So you want someone like Robin Williams, a goofy person, to try to pull her out of her shell naturally. And maybe you and your wife can do that. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. The Lord didn't make the sun until the fourth day. That is correct. That first day, well, what do you think it was, uh, 24 hours long? The Bible says it was a day. Well, there was no sun. Uh, you know, how, how do you know how long it was? The Bible says it was a day. Well, was it a normal day, a literal day, 24-hour day? I don't know. What do you think? I do not think about things I do not think about. Massive evasion caught you in the act. That was, uh, I do not think about things I do not think about. That was from Inherit the Wind and that Spencer Tracy. Notice there are certain areas that you just can't think about. You can't question. Some people are told that God will be very angry if they question. Some people are told, oh, sure, you can question as long as you come up with the already rigged answer. Uh, but it's very damaging to adopt a policy of not questioning, of not allowing your mind to see things firsthand, of not trusting your mind. And of course, Spencer Tracy brings that out beautifully in Inherit the Wind. So I highly, highly recommend that film. I thought it was fabulous. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke. 
Here are some guidelines necessary for effective communication and romance. Periodically summarize what you've heard in your own words when necessary for clarification. Make sure that you really understand what your partner is saying. For example, so you're saying that? Or did I hear you correctly that? Listen for issues that seem tied to strong emotions. Ask what the important value involved is. For example, the most upsetting aspect of this for you seems to be, or is that what's making you so sad or angry or anxious? Give suggestions only if it is clear that your partner wants them. Often your partner simply wants to feel understood. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at amazon.com. The Dr. Ellen Kenner Podcast. Michelle, you're having difficulty with your husband? Yes. He has a lot of anger for years now. He doesn't get violent, but I'm afraid he's going to. What are your indications that he might get violent? What have you seen? He grabbed one of the other kid's neighbor's arms. And why is that not violent? The Dr. Ellen Kenner Podcast is 10 minutes of advice to callers on romance, parenting, family, and friendship conflicts. At drkenner.com, you can choose podcasts on dozens of topics and hear Dr. Kenner solve her caller's personal difficulties. He thinks he's right. He thinks he's right. Right. So if you bring a very clear mirror up to him and say, "Uh uh-uh, you're wrong, will he smile at that mirror and say, oh, thank you for the correction, honey? Or will he want to break the mirror? I want to break the mirror. And you are the mirror. Visit drkenner.com and go to the radio podcast section. That's drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com.